This is Music in Motion. A podcast looking at how music moves us through our lives. Forward, backward, and everywhere in between. Produced by the crew at Kilo FM and KRXP-FM in Colorado Springs. Subscribe to the series to follow along as we journey through the music of our lives. Hello and welcome to Music in Motion. I'll be your host today, Chef Crowley, as well as our guest chef slash music nerds. Hey, it's Ross from Kilo's Morning Show. Hey, it's Sean, a DJ on both Kilo and RXP. This is Kate, RXP Afternoons. Hey, Summer Justice with RXP Mornings. Hey, it's Sid Black from Kilo Afternoons. Now, I imagine you expected when you pulled up Music in Motion to hear about music today, but instead, we're going to talk about cooking, specifically how do you make a music nerd? By the way, don't forget to subscribe to Music in Motion on whatever podcast service you use. Give us a review, a like, whatever it'll let you do. Talk about it on socials. But if anybody comments on our posts about it and says the directions were unclear and they ended up with a flat souffle, well, that's on you, man. You shouldn't be trying to cook a souffle from a podcast. Complicated. A word of warning, making a music nerd is not a quick process. We'll be using the slow cooker today. So if you're impatient and you want a music nerd in the space of like, oh, less than 20 years, then you might just want to go to the store and adopt an already formed music nerd. Because cooking one's like baking a potato. You better have all day. To begin, let's take a look at the ingredients you'll need for today's recipe. Luckily, this is a pretty simple recipe, ingredient-wise at least. You really only need a mommy and daddy that love each other, at least for five minutes. And much like sourdough starter, you'll get the best results if you've already developed and nurtured your own music tastes. I like to believe that my parents listened to music that had a lot of soul. They didn't really listen to just cut-and-dry pop music. Like, everything that they listened to, they were into and I totally picked that up. I mean, my parents, both of them were just bananas over music and a lot of different types, which is why I love a lot of different types of music, but they always just played their music all around the house all the time, you know, in the kitchen, uh, all through the house, in the car especially. One optional ingredient that can be really helpful is a large music collection. My parents were very into music. We listened to radio records, eight tracks, as much or more than TV. But there are cheaper or free substitutes that you can use. The music in my family was a big deal, but we didn't have a lot of it. You know, radio and free, uh, free was the, the key word. My parents uh, eloped out of high school and had my sister right away. So before they were even 21, they had a kid. Then I came along four years later. So uh, money was not around exactly. Now, when it comes to what type of music to use, high quality ingredients will certainly help. I grew up in about eight different homes in almost as many years. And so had a lot of different influences. It started off with my aunt, actually. She was in choir. She played guitar, piano, and she really inspired me. I wanted to be a singer. So she listened to things like the Dixie Cups and Little Anthony and the Imperials. And so she was teaching us songs like that. So we had a lot of Buddy Holly um, Hank Williams, Motown yeah. as well. We would also go camping, fishing a lot. My parents loved to do that. Everything revolved around music. It was just Willie Nelson. Um, everything that was great in the 70s, they listened to. They had great taste in music. But you can really get away with using whatever you've got around the house. I actually grew up a country fan Ooh. because... My mom worked in country radio, and so she would be around it all the time. So it's that's kind of my mom's music, you know? It was literally her job was country music, and so she introduced a lot of it to us. And so I grew up listening to, you know, Shania Twain, The Chicks, what is his name? Kenny Chesney. All of those bands. Dirk Bentley, who my dad likes. Two of his favorite bands. I mentioned Queen, but other... 
two of his favorite bands are ACDC and ABBA. And so it's like he opened, he like went to the, the record store and went to the A's and picked out a couple and was like, I'm good. Stuff that my mom and dad had collected in, in high school, uh, which is what every kid of that era had, Elvis. I, I dug the Everly Brothers a lot too. I still think to this day, that's why I like Van Halen so much. They have just great harmonies and the Everly Brothers, one of the cleanest harmony bands uh, in, in the world. I do remember too, uh, every once in a while, uh, a new album, we'd be able to purchase something though that everyone in the house would like, like a, a lot of comedy stuffs. Steve Martin albums, I remember one of those. Wildly entertaining, wild and crazy guy. Pac-Man Fever was also me and my sister's favorite. It had songs about Frogger, um, about Pac-Man, uh, Space Invaders, I think was a song there too. Everything from oldies to country. And from there, the next foster home I went into, they were listening to things like Madonna and SWV, Salt and Peppa. But at least in my own experience, I can say most people keep their kitchen stocked with Beatles, Led Zeppelin, and Fleetwood Mac. I mean, it was definitely classic rock. So a lot of Fleetwood Mac, Earth, Wind, Fire, rock and roll to like, you know, Motown to, I mean, all of it. Jackson 5 to Led Zeppelin to Black. Sabbath, the Beatles, uh, Led Zeppelin. Of course, my mom loved the Beatles, and so you know that's not that's not hard to do. <laughs> so I mentioned souffles earlier for a reason, because much like a souffle, making a music nerd is a delicate process. Did you have parents that controlled what you listened to, or told you not to listen to certain things, or not growing up? No, um, not at all. Actually, no, not at all. No, my parents never said this is the devil music or it like nothing like that i was never ever told you can't listen to that i mean my my oldest brother who's eight years older than me um he would play us songs like um i remember being really young and listening to the offspring listening to some of the lyrics and being like "Ooh, we're young and we're listening to this same with limp biscuit stuff like that my mom and dad did not care and if you pick at it or try to control it too much your music nerd souffle will not rise in the shape that you want it to. You know, I remember I had a buddy growing up that every time he bought a, a new thing of music, his mom would have to take it and listen to it first and, and then determine if, you know, he could listen to it or not. To be honest with you, she was pretty cool because she let a lot of stuff fly um, that I, I, you know, I never really thought would fly. And my parents never did that. And I'm glad because I don't think that they would have been that lenient. You know, as I got older and started listening to stuff in my room on my own boom box and it was louder and they could hear it throughout the house, that kind of changed. Like, hey, you know, why are you listening to this at full blast? It's kind of, you know, I mean, you're listening to Marilyn Manson's uh, Smells Like Children or Antichrist Superstar full blast in your bedroom. Your parents are going to be like, hey, what the hell is going on here? You know what I mean? But they never, ever said the words, I don't want you to listen to that. I think it was more of like, you're understanding what he's saying here, right? And to follow from that, the most important thing when making a music nerd is a light touch. You don't want to overneed your dough. The most committed music nerds are formed in the presence of music, but not force fed it. We always had music on in the house, road trips, uh, when friends and family were over. We just had music on in the house, and I was in the house, so I was just kind of part of that. You know, we heard the songs on the radio because my mom's station would play all day, every day, you know, in the kitchen, right? Now, it's likely you're a music nerd yourself if you're trying to make another music nerd. And the light touch is going to be pretty difficult. It's going to feel like you're not doing enough. But the only necessary and sufficient step is to let your future music nerd see your passion for music. She would bring home the full CDs and we'd listen to them. I'd steal them, 
<laughs> and just, you know, get glommed on like that. The parent that took me in listening to SWV, Salt and Peppa, Selena, stuff like that is I, I noticed that she was really passionate about it. So it kind of made me listen and tune in more. My parents love for music. Obviously, they wanted to share that with me. There's a photo of me as a young child, probably, I don't know, two or three years old with my mom and she's got headphones on me. Uh, my dad had a Bob and Doug McKenzie record, which if you're unfamiliar with Bob and Doug McKenzie, the original beer guys, and uh, there was this part of the record where my dad would take the speakers and set them on the floor, and then you'd lay with your head in between the speakers, kind of like headphones, and uh, Bob and Doug would like basically critique your ear, you know, hey, hey, well, that's a lot of wax in there, hey, eh? oh, hey, you need to clean that out, eh? I remember that was just so exciting. Dad, put the speakers out. But I do remember them schooling us or schooling me on artists they love. They would talk about it a lot. So it's probably no shocker at all that I wanted to get into radio and talk about music. My mom plays guitar and sings. My dad is not a musician, but loves music. And so I just, you know, it's just, when it's just a part of you, it's just a part of you. Now, you've got your dough, you've got your light touch, and you've been letting your music nerd grow a little bit. After about 10 to 15 years, you're going to notice some changes. It might start to move and expand in spots in ways that you didn't anticipate. But it's important to be patient and have faith. This will not be the music nerd's final form. Well, I obviously stopped listening to country. As I, you know, 11, 12, 13, I started moving from country to like, you know, more. I saw, I started with classic rock and that kind of moved me into like, you know, more the active rock and then alternative. I actually started getting into rock music and I didn't even know about really harder rock until I was like in my teenage years. That's when I started listening to Kilo. I was like, wow, this is, uh, this is me. So I remember hearing like the first like F-bomb in, in Green Day's Dookie and I was like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. But like, it just was instantly like, but I can. Now it's important to not be afraid if you see your young music nerds start to rebel a little bit. My dad, who's like a cowboy, and you know does all these cowboy things like loving metal and new wave college rock punk all of that in high school um it was kind of weird and alienating with one side of my family versus the other side of my family to an extent not with everybody but i did feel weird and different but if you've done it right and you've exposed them to some good music early on they really might not have that much to rebel against I mean, my mom let me hang up the half-naked poster of David Lee Roth in my room. One of my mom's favorite bands is My Chemical Romance. When we first started playing them around her, I think she saw their look and she was like, hmm, I don't know about them. Like, my mom's super cool, but, you know, we had DVR and I would catch her re-watching the Helena music video over and over and over. She loved it. We would always play that CD in the car with her. And then the Black Parade came out. She just absolutely loved it. I always was pretty respectful in the house with like my volumes and stuff, but I did crank it in my car. Like my car was kind of the place to do that. I was listening to like Marilyn Manson and that's when he was super controversial with like the ec- the, the rib thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they didn't even know. They didn't care. I think it was always more of an escape to think things through than it was like an act of like, this is on you, man. You know what I mean? For me, at least. I, I think it was always more of a, when I had headphones on, I was able to think things through. Uh, it was huge, obviously, walking to and from school. I mean, I don't know what I would have done. Sometimes, you know, your batteries die on your CD player, or you're, you're on a car trip, or you got to walk to school, or you got to walk home from school. And it's just like, well, what the hell am I going to do? No, in terms of defiance, though, I, don't, I guess I never really had that. 
In fact, they might even take your tastes and expand upon them. You know, I still love like the kinks and and my parents didn't listen to the kinks. Aww. That's a, that's the other weird thing is there were bands that I chose from their era that they didn't really listen to. That, so there you go. I'm better than my parents. <laughs> my parents never listened to Velvet Underground or Lou Reed, but hell, that became my music. So, so I kind of dived into more of like what my parents were listening to, you know, uh, Led Zeppelin. You know, I mentioned Queen. My dad loved Queen. He loved ACDC, Aerosmith, bands like that. Or I had the the luxury of by the time I was really into it, I got the best of. So, you know, so maybe I kind of lost in on that too because I didn't get a lot of those deep cuts. Not until years later that I was able to go back and purchase a lot of that stuff because at first it really wasn't available. I mean, it was just greatest hits. They were they were giving you what the, the best the band had. So, you know, go and finding their debut record was kind of hard at that time. You really had to go do your due diligence, which I wasn't, you know, as, as a young man. I just kind of wanted what was there. So, yeah, I mean, maybe my parents did have more of an advantage because they, they kind of came up with it. They already heard it all where I was kind of backtracking. So at any time I would get, you know, all high and mighty, they'd be like, you don't know crap. One of my first big concerts, I was like, I don't know, like 14 or 15, uh, was OzFest 97, headlined by Black Sabbath. And my mom was so like, she was like, she never got to see Sabbath. And so she was like, you are, you know, 14 years old and you got to see Black Sabbath. I am, you know, whatever age she was at the time. She's like, I have never seen them. And I grew up like that was her band. You know what I mean? That was kind of her rebellion with her parents. Mm -hmm. She was like, so kind of like one kind of blown away, like, holy crap, this is happening. You know, you know, being a parent, it's kind of, you watch a kid and like all of a sudden your kid's going to a Black Sabbath concert, yeah. you know what I mean? And then two, you're just kind of like, kind of jealous. And as time goes on, you'll see that teenage rebellion melt away. And much like how everyone turns into their parents in their adulthood, music nerds go back to listening to their parents' music. It's kind of like going back home. You know what I mean? Like you can always go back home and everything's going to be okay. And I think a lot of that too is, is with, I mean, when you hear like, you know, Fleetwood Mac's a, a huge example. My mom was a huge Fleetwood Mac fan. Um, so anytime I hear Fleetwood Mac, it's always, you know, turn it up a little bit and you just kind of almost like this is for mom. So that would have been, you know, as I'm heading into my late 30s, 40s. Mm -hmm that I started wanting to listen to that childhood music again and, I, again. and I think that there's something out there about that. Like there's some kind of science to that. Um, so with that, I would say that's when I started going back to Fleetwood Mac, uh, AM Gold, 70s, a lot of stuff from the 70s. Classic country is so good. I mean, I, I don't listen to a whole lot of it because you know, born in 92, but I'm pretty open to listening to the songs that I used to listen to. Because those are still, they're still bangers. Every time I do, it takes me back to like being in the radio studio with my mom or like we met a lot of those artists. Like, you know, a lot of times those artists, when they were new, of course, we know they would come to the station and meet people and sign stuff. And I mean, if you play some of that late 90s, early country for me still to this day, I will just completely jam out to it. I love it. I actually dove into some of the older, the chicks music and ooh, I missed that. That brought me way back. That was my first concert was in 2000. We saw the chicks and it was fantastic. I can't say I would move into listening to any like new country. Sure. If, <laughs> it just brings back memories. So my dad and mom moved away to Ohio and we used to, my dad and I play pool together. We had a pool table. He would throw on Johnny Cash uh, on an LP. And so I just kind of go back to those days that 
bring back those really awesome memories. Uh, I think growing up, especially as a scene kid, you know, if if whatever you listened to wasn't 100% scene, then you weren't cool. But like, think about all the great music that's been out there. And I just, I'm glad that nowadays I can be like, yeah, I love Selena, but I also love Coheed and Cambria, but I also love oldies. It's liberating to feel that way. The best thing about making a music nerd is, again, much like Sourdough Starter, thanks pandemic, music nerds beget more music nerds. It's the gift that keeps on reproducing. How have you passed on music to your kids? Well, they are music snobs. They have great taste in music. And I do say that's all because of me. Not just because of me, but their dad and um, their stepfather for sure. So... I've never, but I'll take full credit. Yeah. <laughs> Screw those guys. Yep. I take full credit. I gave birth to them. Men will take credit anyway, so you may as well try to snatch it. I never tried to influence them, force my music on them. I uh, just basically expose them to everything. And then, boom, there you go. But I mean, if it was my own kids, I'd make certain that they know certain people and at least introduce them to who I liked so that in, you know... 30 years they could have the same conversation (laughs) except they won't be saying it out loud we'll all just be yeah they'll just be transporting it through their minds to other minds on the esp system but hopefully of course with that souffle light touch i think it's that whole like you know hey go go find your path we're here but go find your path i'm kind of glad that my parents took that approach because you know it wasn't force fed it wasn't like oh you have to listen to this or oh hey this because you know there's always those ones where it's like people get really into it so they kind of like expect the person next to them you got to get really into this too and this is why it was never really that way and i think that kind of led me on the path that i kind of ended up in which is when you stop and think about it it's kind of kind of wild i think with everything out there and all the ability to discover music from whether it's new or 40 50 years ago like we see on tiktok all the time these classic songs resurfacing because somebody used it in a video and it went viral and everybody's all these 12 13 year olds are like what is this song this is amazing so stuff like that like i think if uh, enough people keep that music alive then, then they'll find it they'll find it Now, one important thing to remember along your path of making a music nerd it won't always go the way you want it to To drop the performance screen for a little bit, uh, my dad died well over 10 years ago. But I still remember a Thanksgiving, maybe a year or two before he passed. He'd had a few beers. It was kind of his thing. And I went with him down to the basement where he had his, his record room, you know, his music room. And we were jamming, having a good time. He pulled out a copy of The Who's Tommy, and I made some remark about, oh, what a great, what a great record. Might have come up because uh, my mom and my dad actually went to go see The Who for like $5 back in the 60s. Ridiculous. So he tried to give me this record, and I grew up in that sort of mindset of, you know, you should always reject a gift because it's not polite to take things from people. You should always at least, or at least, you know, Give them some resistance so you know you're not just trying to take things and be materialistic. So that's what I did. And I still remember the kind of sad face on my dad that I, you know, he was giving me this record. He wanted me to have it. And I said, no, that's all right. And to this day, damn, dude, I wish I would have taken that record. And I mean, I used to take his CDs all the time and rip them and burn CDs and stuff. 
back in the the burning CD days. And it wasn't until later that I could see him handing me that record was capping off like a lifetime journey of him sharing music with me. But then also, I think that was the Thanksgiving that we had company over and and he had way too many beers and was asleep by like 8 p.m. So I would have felt bad if he didn't remember and he was like, where the hell's my copy of Tommy? Anyway, that does it for this episode of Music in Motion. Now you know how to cook a music nerd. Make sure you share this with your parents and your kids or whoever you like sharing music with, your friends, your enemies. And make sure you comment on our socials. Let us know, like, what music your parents got you into. How into music were they? Did they force it on you? All that kind of stuff. We want to know what your experience was. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode of Music in Motion. Thanks for listening to Music in Motion. In this series, we'll cover how music moves us, influences us, and changes us. Past, present, and future. We hope you take this ride with us.